Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Sif Hyder, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business, or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. So let's get right into it. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Dream Bigger Podcast. Happy New Year, guys. I hope you guys had an awesome holiday season. You know, I hope it was really inspired, restful, and you've just come into the new year with all this energy and motivation and, you know, ready to make it an awesome year. So I always think that that period during the holidays before the you know, work year kicks off really. It's such a special time because it's great for introspection. Um, It's good to reflect on what's happened over the past year. And for me, it was really transformational. I actually did a course with um, the Manifestation Babe, which was absolutely incredible. Like I I did her course, it's called Epically Aligned. And it was basically a five-day course. It was really intensive, lots of journaling, goal setting, meditations, hypnosis. It was incredible. So, you know, I hope you guys also had some time to reflect and just at least get some rest and get ready for the new year. So anyway, here we are in the new year. And I left last year, the last episode that I did was a solo episode. And today's episode was actually supposed to be an interview, but I decided that I would instead do a solo episode again to kick off the year and, you know, do my regular interviews from next week onwards because I had gotten so many DMs from you guys and just like messages saying how much you loved the solo episode, but that you guys wanted more detail about what I do in the morning, like my routines, 
all of that. So it made me realize that maybe I do need to integrate a few more solo episodes into the mix throughout the year. So I figured that I would start the year with one and that I would do it around my morning routine because this is something that I've been asked about loads and you guys seem to be really interested in. So I'll go into so much depth and detail. And hopefully, you know, if you have wanted to be a morning person, but haven't really known how to get there, um, today's episode will help. So I'll give you a rundown of basically like a typical morning for me. It's usually very structured. And I feel like, you know, people want to become a morning person, but you don't know where to start. And there's actually a trick behind it. And I wasn't always a morning person, I will say. Like I was just like, you know, most people, it's not like I was born a morning person. It wasn't anything like that. I just figured out what works for me and what doesn't. And now mornings are a time of great joy. So if this is something that's, you know, something you want to try becoming more of a morning person, I have all of the tips. So first and foremost, your morning routine starts with what time you go to bed. Okay. And I feel like this is something that's really disregarded. And you think that you can go to bed at any time you want and then wake up feeling really fresh and excited about the mornings. That's not how it works. Like you have to commit to the same bedtime every single day so that you can wake up at the same time every day. So if you want to go back to my episode with Dr. Michael Bruce, it is episode 107. And we go really deep into sleep and why sleep is so important, why you should be waking up at the same time every day. But essentially for me, I set my alarm at the same time every day and I go to bed at the same time every day as well. Okay. So I wake up at 6am every single day. And I think also people go to bed at like random times and then also wake up at random times and they think that that's okay. But you're never going to start to love the mornings and feel really refreshed when you wake up if you're if you're waking up at different times. So every day my alarm goes off at 6 a.m. sharp and most of the time I'm up even before my alarm. Like I just wake up naturally because my body is so used to waking up at 6 a.m. every day. So I go to bed at 1030 every night and I'm up at six normally, just I don't need an alarm. And what's really interesting that I learned from Dr. Michael Bruce is the concept of social jet lag, which is essentially, you know, over the weekends, maybe that starts on a Thursday or Friday or whatever it is, we go to bed so late, right? Like maybe you're up till two, 3 a.m. I mean, like, you know, it happens. And then you wake up on the weekend at noon, right? And then you think that you're going to start the week week off by waking up at six in the morning. But that's like that difference of time between like, okay, waking up at 12 and then trying to wake up at six, that's a big difference. So it's known as social jet lag and what you're putting your body through, it's just unrealistic. So you're never going to really wake up well rested. And that's why people have like weird wake up times and it's just never the same wake up time. So not to say that, you know, if I've had a super late night, I wake up at six in the morning, but typically even on a weekend, I'll wake up around then, like if not six then and if I've had a really late night, then I'm still up by seven. And I try to take a nap in the day just to offset that tiredness. Dr. Michael Bruce, says that you should really be waking up like you're you're wake up throughout like the week 
like that difference should never be more than 90 minutes, like on the weekend versus weekdays. And that's kind of how it works out naturally for me as well. And you'll see once you start sleeping at the same time and waking up at the same time for the majority of your days, your body will get used to it. So you'll just wake up naturally around the same time every single day. Okay. So I wake up 6 a.m., get up, get out of bed. I take my workout clothes with me to the bathroom. And the first thing I do is obviously brush my teeth and clean my tongue with a tongue cleaner. So if you guys don't have a tongue cleaner, this is such a game changer. I feel like most of you probably already have it, but essentially it's, you know, great for getting rid of bacteria. Um, your breath smells better. You're fresher. It's just a, you know, I feel like it's the same as brushing your teeth. Like it's, it's like one entire step. Um, so if you don't have one yet, get a tongue cleaner. It will change your life. You'll never go back. And then I do my skincare routine. So I personally do not cleanse my face with cleanser first thing in the morning. I just wash it with water. And there's two different schools of thought here. And I've spoken to experts on both sides of the field. Some people are like, no, you know, you should be cleansing your face with a cleanser first thing in the morning and before you're going to bed. And others have said, nope, at night is good enough. I've done both. And um, personally, I feel like not cleansing my face with a cleanser first thing in the morning works really well for my skin. Um, and I think that you kind of just have to land on where that works for you. For me, I just don't bother with cleanser. My skin feels great. And I go directly into my serums. So the first thing I use is, or actually rather, I make a cocktail of Dr. Laura Devgan's CBE Ferulic Serum and the Augustinus Bader Serum. So these are the two that I'm using. I kind of pour them both into my hand, um, mix it together and like dab it on my face. I love both of these serums because I feel like together, you know, vitamin C is a great ingredient that we need to use because it's it helps your skin build collagen. So I feel like both these um, serums together, they brighten, you know, they heal any dark spots or imperfections that you have. And of course, it helps boost your skin's ability to produce collagen, which then ensures that you don't have a ton of fine lines later. So it's very anti-aging. It it's brightening. It's it's just really, really great. And then I use the Elemis Pro Collagen Eye Serum. Um, I just, I love having something under my eyes as well. I feel like it just hydrates everything and I, it's, it's like just a great practice to have. Also, I've spoken to a few skin experts on the podcast who've said that you should actually definitely be using an eye cream or a serum during the day as opposed to the night even because at night we retain more fluid and so you can wake up a little puffier. So I thought that was really interesting. I still do use an eye serum at night, but I like to use it during the day as well after speaking to these people. So, um, oh, and one thing I should add is that even my serums, like the Dr. Laura Devgan and Augustina's Botter Serum, I actually take it all the way up to my under eye. I actually learned this trick from Dr. Dennis Gross when I interviewed him. He's like, you know, serums are so potent and so healing for the skin. You should take it all the way up. So that's what I do. And I obviously put it on my neck as well. And then after eye serum, I apply the Kula Sun Silk Drops and just put it all over my face, my neck, and then I'm ready to go. So I used to wear like a face cream and a sunscreen, but I feel like I don't need to do that because sunscreen, like good sunscreen typically does have some moisturizing compounds. And I feel like my skin just becomes maybe a little too oily if I do both. I feel like personally for me, sunscreen is great just on its own. I've spoken to a lot of experts who said that that's perfectly fine. Of course, you know, I can't make an umbrella statement and say everyone should do this, but this is what's worked for me. And I, I really love the feeling of just, you know, sunscreen on my face. 
In a study by Esquire, 54% of women said they'd rather be hit by a car than considered fat. If I'm being honest, I've been those women. So for me, this isn't just a podcast, it's personal. I'm Danielle Robey, TV host and journalist, and years of celebrity interviewing taught me that beauty isn't about what you look like, it's about who you become. Each week, I'm having thought-provoking conversations, digging into the stories of people who put a new spin on pretty. From entrepreneurs and authors to politicians and celebrities, no topic is off limits. So join me every Thursday for a new episode to feel pretty inspired, pretty seen, and best of all, pretty smart. So then I walk to my kitchen. I drink so much water. Like I'm talking a full hydro flask worth of water. And the reason is because we do get dehydrated when we sleep. We've just not drank water for a really long period of time. And the first thing you should be doing, especially if you're a coffee drinker, is drinking water first thing in the morning. So I chug a whole hydro flask of water and then I make my coffee. So I either do an Americano with cinnamon. And the reason I do this is because cinnamon has so many incredible health benefits. Okay. Cinnamon helps your brain process information better by boosting its ability to process glucose. So on days when you're having coffee because you're tired, cinnamon will help you focus and really bang out your work. It also neutralizes the acidity in coffee. It's super rich in antioxidants and has anti-inflammatory properties and it stabilizes insulin, which stops blood sugar crashes. So later on, you won't be reaching for snacks. I learned the benefits of combining cinnamon with coffee from the urban alchemist. She was one of the earlier guests on the podcast. I forget which episode, but it was like definitely when I had less than a hundred episodes, like far before then. And she's incredible. She is a naturopathic doctor or functional medicine practitioner, I'm so sorry, who has worked with a lot of crazy rock bands on tour. And, you know, these men are like, I'm talking old school rock stars. And they obviously were not going to let go of their quote unquote vices from like drinking to coffee to whatever they were consuming. And so her job was really to focus on harm reduction. And so that's how she talked to me about cinnamon and coffee, that like coffee like I think it has a lot of health benefits, but there's also a downside. And so cinnamon really helps optimize things. So I either do an Americano with cinnamon or I'll do a bulletproof coffee. So I love bulletproof coffee and I alternate, you know, some days I have just the Americano and other days I do a bulletproof coffee. I love a bulletproof coffee because intermittent fasting works really well for me. I know everyone's different. Okay. Like it may not work for you. It works really well for me. It always has. I've never been a big breakfast person. Like even when I was little, I I was never that kid who'd like get out of bed and was excited to eat breakfast. And intermittent fasting has just been like God's gift to someone like myself. But I know that depending on where I am in my like cycle for the month, it's not good to fast for too long at certain periods of your cycle. And if you want to learn more about this, go listen to my episode with Dr. Stephanie Estima. But a bulletproof coffee is great because it puts something in your system. It satiates you, but it isn't too heavy. So for me, I love it because bulletproof coffee has MCT oil and I use grass-fed ghee. MCT oil turns into ketones, which is brain feel and great for mental clarity and it provides sustained energy. So it feels like 
I, I feel like I'm so focused like on a different playing field when I have bulletproof coffee. Whereas I feel like consuming food first thing in the morning makes me a little heavier and slower. Um, that's just how I operate. And it just, it works really, really well for me. Oh, and I completely forgot to say that before I even consume an Americano or a bulletproof coffee or whatever it is I'm drinking, I breathe into my lumen. So a lumen is this device which basically tells you if you are burning fat or carbs. And I think that it's just a really great tool to understand how your nutrition the day before kind of has an impact the day after. It's really interesting. And not just the day before, because you can use the lumen throughout the day if you want to, like after a walk or after a workout. And it, it I think it's just such a cool tool. Anyway, so I got it sometime last year. It was one of my hot tips on the podcast a few episodes ago, and I really love it. It helps me figure out like, you know, um, if it's really interesting to see, like if I had a really heavy Italian meal super late at night, like say, I don't know, 10, 11 p.m., like if I'm out on a weekend and then I breathe into my lumen the next day, it shows that I'm like on a five. It like rates you from a scale of one to five. And if you're on a five, then that means that you're burning mostly carbs, which means that, you know, your body is still really burning the the carbs that you consumed last night. It's just like not done burning it yet. Whereas like once you burn through your carb stores, then you go into your fat stores. So that's what's really interesting. So anyway, blow into my lumen and make my coffee. And then while I drink my coffee, I sit down and I journal. And this is like... I cannot tell you how much peace and joy journaling with my coffee brings me every morning. It's like my happy time. I feel like I peak at that time, even though it's really early, but it just, it brings me a lot of joy. I think journaling, it has been a practice which has really grounded me. It's made me a very like grateful person. I started journaling first. I started with the five minute journal, um, I think way back in like 2015. And I've just continued on that practice. Now I don't use a five minute journal. I have like longer journaling practices. So just to go into a little bit more detail, I usually do future you journaling or I'll do gratitude journaling. So future you journaling is basically writing about things as though you already have it. So say you really want to buy a house. Okay. Um, you want to buy a house. So in your journal, you will write something like, I am so grateful that I'm waking up in this beautiful home with a big, beautiful kitchen and I'm drinking coffee on my couch while overlooking this gorgeous view and I have so much light. And basically you just talk about all of those things that you want as though you already have them. And I feel like it's a very strong manifestation practice. I've been doing it for um, almost two years now, this specific practice. It's always like I've integrated into my routine and it's helped me manifest so much into my life, you know, from how Array has been run, how Array has materialized, how so much of my life has taken place. It's it's really, you know, I, I feel like I've kind of manifested into existence because I've written about it over and over again. So I think it's a really helpful practice. Plus, like, who doesn't want to start the day by fantasizing about their fucking dream life? Like, that's, that's a great way to start the day, okay? It just, it'll make you happy no matter what. Or I do, on the other hand, gratitude journaling. So just like being really grateful for what whatever I have right now. I also do it in the future you setting as well. So I'll like kind of mix the two in like, you know, I am so grateful for a loving relationship with Nish. And then I say like, I'm, I'm so grateful for insert future thing that I want. Like, uh, like, I don't know, like a, like a house with a view or whatever it is. So I really 
really recommend that everyone gets into journaling. I think it's a really powerful practice. It just makes you a better person, honestly. And you can do the five minute journal. It's really quick. It's like in the morning, it takes less than three minutes. And it's a great place to start if you've never done journaling before. If you're looking to expand your journaling practice, I think that this is a great place to start. Otherwise, you know, think of maybe doing a course, which is heavy on um, journal prompts. Like I told you guys, I did this course with Manifestation Babe, which had a lot of journaling practices in it, a lot of cues, um, really helps you go deep. So highly, highly recommend. So once I finish journaling, I then go into a meditation. I lost my meditation practice or I was in and out of it for a lot of 2021. And let me tell you, when I lose my meditation practice, I feel myself like a, like just not as grounded, not not as equipped to handle life. I just feel like I can handle things a lot better and have a much more positive attitude when I do meditate. So thankfully, it's a practice that I've brought back and I've been really regular with it. So I right now I journal, sorry, I meditate for about 10 minutes, 10 to 20, depending on how much time I have, but usually 10. And I use audio. So I use if you go on Spotify, you can find um, the Joe Dispenza playlist. And I feel like it's a really great audio because it's very, um, the, the music that they use is like almost like puts you in a trance. It's very nice. I like to meditate first thing in the morning before like I go into like the rest of my day because you, your brain is just more primed to go into a trance-like time. And so it's just, it's just better for you. So once I finish meditating, I then put on my sneakers and I go out for a walk and I walk for about 30 minutes and I listen to an audiobook while walking. So I'll start with the walk part first, why I do that. But essentially walking, especially outside, outside preferably, is really great for you because getting exposure to the sun basically helps your circadian rhythm kind of calibrate itself. And again, you can go back and listen to my episode with either Dr. Michael Bruce, or I spoke to the founder of Blue Blocks Glasses last year. I'm sorry, year before last 2020. Where am I? Um, His name's Andy Mant. He's a light expert. And both of them talked about the benefits of going outside and, you know, getting sunlight first thing in the morning. It's just, it's really good for your circadian rhythm. It's good for your cortisol. It's just good overall. Trust me, it puts you in such a great mood. You will never look back. So I do this, go on a walk for 30 minutes. It helps me clear my head, helps me put me, helps put me into a good headspace. And it's great to start your day with a little bit of movement. I mean, who who doesn't want that? It's it's a great way to start the day. And while I walk, I listen to usually an audiobook, sometimes a podcast as well. Currently I'm listening to Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene. I finished 48 Laws of Power um, last year, end of last year. And this is the next book that I started. It is an incredible read, very good for understanding human psychology. And I'm just such a Robert Greene fan, guys. Like if you guys haven't read his work before, um, haven't looked into his work before, I highly recommend you do. And the reason I love to listen to a podcast or an audiobook or just essentially something educational is because our brains are more primed to take in information first thing in the morning. So we're quicker learners. So I want to use that to my advantage and I want to start my day by acquiring knowledge. So, you know, whatever that looks like for you, maybe it is listening to a podcast, maybe it's an audiobook, or maybe you just read a page first thing in the morning. I actually highly recommend that everyone tries to learn something first thing in the morning. Okay. And then afterwards, 
after I'm done my walk, I come home, I do a quick workout. Usually my workouts are between 20 to 40 minutes. I feel like 30 minutes is a sweet spot. And I usually like to do the Pilates class, which I've talked about before. It's an incredible at-home Pilates workout. I don't know what it is about the founder. Her name is, I believe, Jackie Kingswell. And she is such a talented instructor. I feel like she's right there with me in person, which is a very difficult thing to do when you are teaching online. But I don't know. She gives you the right cues. She makes Pilates really fun, even at home. And I just love her. Her workouts are incredible. And then after that, I get dressed. Like I I either take like a quick shower and then I don't wash my face because skincare has already been done. But if I've really, really sweat, then I'll like wash my face and just apply sunscreen again. No more serums. So I get dressed. I always get dressed, guys. Like I feel like working in sweats or working in my pajamas or sweaty workout clothes just doesn't do it for me. It puts me in the wrong state of mind. Getting dressed like I would if I were going into an office makes me feel really good about myself, makes me feel much more productive and more like a boss. Like I want to fucking show up and do my best if I look good. And I learned this, you know, when I first started working for myself, I left my office job and um, I remember the first week when I started working for myself, I would, I was just in my pajamas and I was like, oh my God, why do I feel like shit? And then I was like, okay, one day I was like, okay, I'm going to try getting dressed and see if that makes a difference. And it made the biggest difference ever. I feel like it just does something psychologically. And so, yeah, I always get dressed and then I go to my desk and start my work day. I start with emails first and then just start going through my to-do list to stay on, on track. So the one thing I will say about a morning routine, it's like anything else in life. If it's not on my calendar, it's not happening. So I have my entire morning routine um, from my like, you know, waking up, getting ready to how long I'm spending journaling, meditating, um, walking, working out. Everything is time blocked in my calendar. And it has made the biggest difference because I know that basically my morning routine goes from 6 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. every day. Sometimes I end at 8, depending on the length of my workout, but that like it's very structured and it's always in this in this order that I have outlined to you guys. So whatever your morning routine looks like, a great hack is actually to put it in your calendar. Put it in your calendar. It'll feel like it's a meeting with yourself and that, you know, it's something that like you need to hold yourself accountable, I feel like. And if you can make this commitment to yourself and keep it and it's in your calendar, it'll just automatically be important. So everything is has been time blocked. It's all like my morning routine is color coded in a dark pink and it's all in there. It's very helpful. Trust me. I know, you know, it sounds really, really specific, but it makes a big difference psychologically. Try it and let me know what you guys think. So right now, because of the interest around morning routines. And of course, because we've entered a new year, it's 2022. Um, I am currently doing a morning routine challenge and you can find it on Instagram. It's not quite as intense as this because I recognize that we are all on different um, journeys, but it does have a few of the building blocks that I really, really believe in. And that really made me a morning person. Okay. So there's five things that you have to do every day. It's hydrate, journal, go outside, move your body and learn. That move your body piece can be a workout. It can be a walk. It can be a run. It can be a fucking dance party. I don't care what you do. Okay. So just move your body because that endorphin rush first thing in the morning is amazing. And frankly speaking, I think that, you know, if you 
do a little bit of movement first thing in the morning. It sets the tone for the day, right? It makes you feel like, okay, I've already gotten this over with. Like, what more can I do? And for me, uh, movement, it's it's not like, let me get it over with. It's just something that brings me joy and helps me center my mind first thing in the day. And makes me feel really, really good. So those are the five rules. I also made like a little graphic, which you can go and find on my Instagram at Sif And I hope you guys participate with me because honestly, there is nothing better or more magical than mornings. In my opinion, I, I am just obsessed with that time. It just helps me be creative. It helps me show up as the best version of myself. And I don't know, there's something magical about it. So if you guys want to join, go get the graphic. And then of course, like if you feel like this episode has brought you value, go um, screenshot the episode and tag me on your stories. Let me know what you're doing in your morning routine. I, I want to know all your morning routine hacks. If you've used some of the, my tips or if you have your own, I want to hear all about it. I hope you guys have loved this episode. I hope that, you know, it's brought you value. And next week we'll go back into a few more just regular style interviews, but let me know what you think of the solo episodes, your favorite part. And if you want any more solo episodes, what you'd want them to be about, leave me a review or DM me, whatever. I'm going to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been so fun and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved the episode and feel like it brought you value, don't forget to rate the show and leave a review. It takes five seconds and really helps the show grow so I can keep bringing on awesome guests. If you want to follow me behind the scenes, you can find me on Instagram at Sif And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I drop new episodes every Tuesday, so come hang with me and shoot the shit with some really smart people, learn and unlearn, and have a lot of fun. See you next week.